grounded. He woke. It's the Giddy On Sports Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM. The sports animal. Riders have a little difficulty, but he'll be with us here shortly. Technology is uh, its awesome in some ways, and it's not the greatest in others. Uh, but once he's uh, available here, uh, we'll get him on the horn. Yeah, just kind of recap what he's done over the past couple of months, dating back to the uh, Class 4A state championship over in Weatherford. Uh, individually, he was the champion, uh, helped his Oklahoma Christian School team to be the champions. And that started this run that almost culminated in something that has never been done uh, in Amherst Golf in the state of Oklahoma. He won the junior stroke play, the junior, the OGA junior, earlier in the summer. Then he went down to Duncan at the territory and won the OGA stroke play and then came up just short in the finals of the state am. Nobody had ever won the junior stroke play, the uh, regular stroke play, and the state amateur in the same summer. Uh, and he came just whisker shy, uh, getting beaten in the finals of the state am 2-1. and one. Uh, But, you know, that led to then Monday qualifying for the U.S. Amateur, uh, which would be up at Cherry Hills in Denver, uh, he won a playoff for the third and final spot uh, to get into that tournament. And so, man, the guy has just been on an unbelievable roll on the golf course as of late. And so we'll uh, we'll get him on the horn here. He's having just a little bit of phone trouble. Uh, but once he gets that, uh, we'll be able to, to talk to him and have, let him tell you about his summer and, and how all those things ha- have been going. Ricky Fowler. Another guy that's been playing a lot of really, really good golf. I told you that he bogeyed uh, number 18 uh, to shoot one under par today. That has actually changed to a triple bogey. I guess he hit two out of bounds on the 18th hole. And so Ricky makes uh, makes a triple a triple bogey eight on the par five 18th to fall back to a one over par round. So, man, he had it going. He bogeyed the first hole and made three birdies uh, of 15 and 17. And number five to get back to, to get himself to two under uh, playing the par five 18th. And uh, and he comes away with a triple bogey eight. So Fowler back to one over. He finishes at one over instead of one under. They have uh, redone that. Uh, scoring so uh, tough break to a tough way to finish a really good round there for Ricky Fowler so yeah he finishes up at one over par instead of one under as they've corrected uh, his scorecard to reflect both of his tee shots going out of bounds on the 18th Uh, so uh, we'll keep you updated with that I I wonder with big with uh, big 12 media days last week 
SEC media days going on right now. It got me to thinking, okay, there's been tons of talk and tons of conversation about is Oklahoma, is Texas ready for what's coming on the football field within the SEC? And I think, you know, that can be debated all all that you, that you want to debate it, but I also think the fans are going to have a, a huge adjustment. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, we got I think we're going to have Ryder coming up here very shortly. All right. Joining us now is a young man that has absolutely dominated on the golf course so far uh, the, this spring, this summer. Uh, joining us is Mr. Ryder Cowan. Ryder, you hear us? Oh, maybe on our end now. All right. You hear us? Yeah, I got you. All right. Uh, man, what an unbelievable spring and summer uh, you have had, starting all the way back in the in the 4A state finals, uh, winning not only yourself but your team, and then all the things you've done in the OGA. Uh, I want to take you back, though. What have you guys been up to uh, since, you, since you left Elk City and you guys moved to Edmond? Kind of give us an idea of, of how that's gone in those few years since you guys left. Yeah, um... Thank you guys for having me on, uh, first of all. But, um, uh, yeah, we've been it, – it was kind of a, a tough move because, you know, I was, I was younger. I, I was around – I think I was 12, 13. Um, and, you know, I didn't really know, like, how it, how it would work. But um, uh, we moved up here, and we, we live in, on Oak Tree, and I get to play golf pretty much every day. So um, that it's nice, and my dad – it's easier for him to work. Uh, so for us to be up here is just more convenient, I guess. Um, but it was definitely a tough move. I mean, all my friends, everything, everyone was down in Elk City, everyone that I knew for, I mean, years. And uh, so it was tough, but it worked, and uh, it's it's been great up here. I mean, we, we, we like it a lot. It's 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 great. Yeah, I, I can remember just seeing you as a youngster out there uh, playing here. Uh, kind of tell us, you mentioned your dad. If, if people don't know, you come from a golfing family. It's obviously in your blood with your mom and dad both playing collegiately, your uncle playing collegiately, your grandpa's played forever, your grandma is one of the better women's amateurs in the state of Oklahoma for years. Uh, so it's it's always kind of been there. But how, how exactly did you get started and kind of who were your influences growing up? Yeah, I mean, I guess. My dad, my dad, and my mom kind of just started me. I mean, I probably started when I was. I probably had a club in my hand when I was around two, but uh, I, I really started and started picking it up when I was around eight, seven, eight, and I started tournaments when I was about about nine. And yeah, Oak City, man, that they helped me through <laughs> get to where I am today, man. I mean, if if I didn't have that course, I there there'd be no way I'd be where I am today. You know. Um, I- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, no, you're good. I, I noticed just watching you at Weatherford a little bit. Uh, your putts always got to the hole, and I have to think that playing with with Grandma Ann had to be a huge influence on on getting putts to the hole. Oh yeah, 
She she doesn't like when I uh, leave my birdie putt short. She 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 likes to call me call me some names, and she sent me a text last night. And she was like, "I'll be listening." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so she she's gonna be listening right now, but. You know, uh, you played golf, but you also played other sports uh, when you were here um, and and going on. How do you do you think, and how much do you think that, that playing baseball, playing basketball, whatever it was, have helped you as you've matured into the game of golf? Yeah, I mean, I played I played baseball, I played basketball, and uh, I mean, it was it was tough because baseball and golf are like two different like swings, and I played them at the exact same time. Um, so like when I would, I would go to a baseball tournament and then I'd have to leave and go to a golf tournament. Um, so it it was tough, but just like athleticism, I mean, like it, it helps so much just being athletic and like being able to play different sports. I know college coaches, they look for that. Like that's what they look for. Um, because that's, that's how you find the, the most athletic. And I'm not saying that I am because I just play golf now, but, um, uh, but that's what they look for as well. Speaking of college, at what point, as you as you matured in your in your golf game, did you start thinking, you know what, I'm getting pretty good at this, and I think this is something that I might be able to do uh, moving past high school. Um, I would I would say, I mean, uh, probably around my seventh eighth grade year. I mean, I was so I was probably fifteen. Uh, 14, 15, maybe 13. Coach Hibble came out to watch me some. He was one of the first coaches to ever come watch me. Um, so that, that kind of got me in. We've always been OU fans. So um, that, that was that was kind of my motive for going there. But, um, yeah, I'd probably say around 13 or 14. So is this the best you've played? in your life, the, this stretch maybe from the 4-8 state tournament to, to right now going into the USM? Um, for tournament-wise and, like, placement, yes. But I feel like I've hit the ball better. I've putted it better. Like, I still have some room to – I mean, there's always room to improve, right? But, I mean, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I can still get better and uh, just keep this stretch going. Um but it's definitely been a, it's been a nice stretch. I've been working pretty hard, so it's it's been fun. If someone asks you, what is your what do you think is the strength of your golf game right now? Uh, what would you tell them? Uh, right now, I would say. I mean, I've always been a short end guy. I mean, literally. Elk City, I used to spend hours on that chipping green. I mean, I love chipping. I love putting. So I would say my short game is. Um, but, you know, some days some days it is, sometimes, some days it's not, right? I mean, you go play Southern Hills, and then you're like, well, I'm, I'm not as good as I think I am. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, it's, I would say I, I'm, a, I'm a short game guy. You've had some pretty unbelievable experiences in your long, your young life in the game of golf. If if I had to say, okay, what is the coolest thing you've done in golf? What would you tell me? Oh man, um, let's see. The coolest thing I, I mean, honestly, can I say um, in a couple weeks when I go to the USAM, like that's probably one of the coolest yeah. experiences I'll probably ever have. But I mean, going to Augusta, that one that one was nice 
uh, that that was a cool experience as well. Um, but yeah, there's been there's been quite a few, there's I mean there's been a few. So I, I've been uh, lucky enough to have those. You went to Augusta Drive Chip and Putt Championship. There's a whole bunch of people listening right now that can't even fathom walking out on that 18th green and hitting a couple putts. Uh, describe that feeling and describe that experience for the folks listening when you're when you're putting a putt that you've seen a couple of guys make to win the Masters. Oh yeah, it was it, it was a surreal moment, man. I mean, it's like even because we start with the drive and the drive, like you step out there and there's so many people just watching. Like, I think that maybe the nervous that most nervous I've ever been. Like that, it, it was it's crazy. Like just thinking about like all the chips and all the balls and all the i mean on 18 green like tiger how how many times did he won there and then he won that year so i mean it, it it's it was really a surreal moment you mentioned uh, OU and, and coach Hibble was kind of the first uh, guys what what was it about Oklahoma and and golf at OU that attracted you and and, and made you decide that's where you wanted to play in college well um yeah, I would say OU because I was I was in deciding factor of OU and OSU. Um, OU was more um, I I know all the guys from OU and they're they're like family to me. I played golf with them since I've been young. I know. I mean, so it's been nice and it'll be nice like just knowing them. So just the more family side of that, um, that's kind of what got me. But I mean, we've always been OU fans my our whole entire lives, our our family, and uh, so that that helps as well. If it would have went the other way, could you have talked some of those folks in that family to to wearing the orange and black? Oh, they definitely they definitely would have wore wore some orange and black for me. But I don't know if uh, they would have been the happiest. But <laughs> it's I mean, <laughs> no, they they would they would have wore orange and black with a smile on their face. If, wherever I went, I mean, it, it didn't really matter, but um, they would have supported me. Do you have any idea how much will the the, you know, the the move to the SEC is a big thing right now in football, but obviously everybody else is too. Do you have any idea how that might change uh, kind of the schedule that you guys will play uh, once you get to Norman? Yeah, um, I, I haven't really heard much because, I mean, we still have this year, but, I mean, uh, the schedule is going to look – for golf, uh, I mean, it's not like it's not like football. There's not. I mean, we don't play like Alabama, LSU. It's more like we we enter tournaments and like we're playing whoever's enter, entering in the tournament, right? So technically, right now we could be playing like Alabama, LSU, George, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and we're not even in the SEC. What's really going to change is uh, it's just going to be the conference championship so instead of big 12 championship will be the sec championship so uh that's that's going to be the main thing that changes i think when uh, you mentioned the usam coming up in a couple of years when exactly is it and uh, where tell everybody where you'll be playing yeah uh it is the 14th uh august 14th through the 20th um and it's cherry hills uh in colorado so uh, I've heard that course is very nice, and it's it's a great place. So I'm excited uh, to get out there. 
what do you got to do between now and then to be prepared as much as you possibly can be uh, to not only you know be there, but then get yourself in the stroke play, or into the match play and and have a chance to win the thing. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. I mean there's preparation for every week and every uh, every tournament. So, um, but this is a bigger one. So I have to figure out a lot of stuff. I mean all the numbers. I have to get all my numbers figured out um, because altitude. I mean it's all different there, right? The ball is going to fly further. Um, I think it's like they're fifty fifty four hundred feet, and we're about eleven hundred. So it's I think it's two percent for every thousand feet. Um, so I mean technically that's like eight and a half percent, and I mean that's that's a lot of percent when when you're hitting a ball and you're expecting to go one distance and it goes eight and a half percent more. So I got to figure that all that out, and um, but it'll be fun. I mean I, I'm excited. Who's going to caddy for you? <laughs> you know, we haven't figured that out yet. Um, uh, we, we've been trying to figure that out. I, I know my uncle has some connections up there. So, and the real thing is, all my all my friends, like Brian, everyone, uh, they're all going to school. So, because um, it's right, it's right in the right in that little window. So, um, it's unfortunate, but um, I'll find someone, and it'll it'll be good. Who do you like this week in the in the Open Championship? Yeah, yeah, I know that you mentioned getting to play golf at Oak Tree. I was, I was hanging out with your grandma the other night on July the fourth, and she was like, "Yeah, he's been talking about playing golf with some kid named Javi." And I was like, uh, "Ann, that's uh, that's Victor Hovland. <laughs> it's not it's oh, not yeah. his first name, you know." Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I'm sure you've got a, a soft spot in your heart for, for him this week. But who else do you like uh, going into the, to the last major? I do. Um, yeah, uh, I I always. I mean, I I get to luckily. I mean, I'm, I get to play hobby some, and um, uh, I always have that. I want hobby to win all of them. <laughs> but I mean, um, this week after the first round scores, I I saw this morning. Um, honestly, I want Jordan Spieth to win. Okay, um, the Longhorn. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I've I've always been a Jordan Speed fan my whole life. So we're 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 just gonna dismiss the Longhorn situation <laughs> and uh, just go. <laughs> but no, I, I hope. I mean, he he hasn't. I mean, he's won a couple times, but major wise, I mean, I I hope he comes back and I hope he wins. So there's an amateur at the top of the leaderboard, Christo Lamprecht. Do you have any? Have you come across him in your travels? I saw that. Uh, I haven't watched much, but I, I saw that this morning. I opened the app and um, I saw that. But I have never heard of him. Um, I don't know how he got in or what's the situation there. But I know you. I know there's a lot of exemptions and uh, ways you can get in. I mean, if you win different tournaments, British, British Am, whatever, whatever. But um, yeah, I haven't heard of him. All right, last question: USAM coming up. As you move through it, you, you mentioned the exemptions and what comes with uh, success in that. Do, do you think that crosses your mind at all? If you know, once you get into say the quarterfinals, trying to get to the semifinals to end up qualifying uh, for some of these majors or even into the finals, do you think do you think that would cross your mind, or are you just so focused on that on winning the trophy that you're there to play for? 
Oh, no, 100% it's crossing your mind. <laughs> no doubt about it. But in golf, like, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird game because you just have to not think about it. Like, it's, it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing ever because you have to practice like you care so much and then you have to go play in a tournament like you care nothing at all. So it's like, in the same situation, I mean, it's like when you have, whatever the exemptions are, the masters, the whatever on the line, you just kind of have to ignore it somehow, figure it out, and uh, keep moving. But, no, it, it'll be it'll be fun. I'm excited. Um, and, you know, hopefully, I mean, maybe I can make it. No, that'd be awesome. And real last question, how are the Sooners going to be in football this year? Oh, man. Um, well, the – 2024 schedule came out and i'll tell you how i think we're going to be next year (laughs) um but uh i don't know actually i mean i feel like we're going to be better than we were last year but i don't think we're going to be like great yet um i think we have potential to be great but um we have i i i'm going to say we're going like how many games are they playing this year? Like twelve. 15, 12? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna say like eight and eight and four. Oof. I don't. I don't know. That may be a stretch. Seven and five, maybe. Oof. I don't know. I think it's gonna be around that range. That's not gonna be good. If you're right, that's not gonna be good with that schedule in 2024, uh, because it's gonna oh, yeah, get a no. lot harder. Uh, than than we had to play this year. We got like I looked at it, and we have like Alabama at home. I haven't. I mean, I haven't looked at it like thoroughly, but I mean, I know all the we're playing all the big schools, and so it'll be interesting next couple of years. No doubt about it. Hey, Ryder, thank you so much uh, for joining us, catching up. Uh, I know there's a lot of people out here that uh, have been following you. Uh, since you guys moved up there and, and really pulling hard for you uh, coming down the stretch of all these tournaments. And, of course, in a couple of weeks up to the USAM, everyone will be uh, watching and, and hoping to see you uh, end up on the on the TV uh, as that tournament moves uh, throughout the match play portion. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, uh, thank you guys. No, oh, you bet. That's Ryder Cowan, OGA star. Oklahoma University signee. He'll be up there uh, in the fall uh, playing for Coach uh, Hibble and the Sooners. Uh, but first, the USAM coming up at, at Cherry Hills in Denver on uh, the August 14th through the 20th. A couple of match play, or a couple of stroke play rounds, get yourself in the match play, and then 64 uh, team bracket from there. So, uh, man, he's played unbelievable golf uh, throughout the summer, and uh, hopefully that continues when he gets up there to Cherry Hills. Uh, that was fun. A lot of fun uh, for a guy that grew up here, uh, catching up with him uh, and uh, his success. That'll do it for today. When we come back tomorrow, Scotty G will be here. It's a Garrison Financial Friday. Sure, will have some thoughts on on all things SEC football with those media days going on down there a year before the Sooners get there. Uh, thanks for joining us. Everybody have a wonderful Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow on the Skinny on Sports. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered.